Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. Are there cracks beginning to show in our financial system? That's what I want to talk about in this video today. You know, this was inspired by some recent news out of a relatively small bank called Bank of the Ozarks, which recently actually changed their name to Bank OZK. Actually, that's part of the reason that they attributed this uh, significant drop in their price recently. But there's more to this story. And it's actually also kind of inspired by a recent tweet by Peter Schiff over on Twitter. Bank OZK shares are off 24% this morning on loan-related losses, which we'll be covering here in a second. Investors are not concerned as they assume any credit-related problems are contained to this one bank. Basically, the canary just died and none of the miners care. Is Bank OZK the canary in the coal mine? Now, I, I don't know exactly what their exposure is or what other banks' exposure are to similar markets or to the bank itself, but I think that this is a trend that we can continue to see this year. First of all, the chart right here that you're looking at is pretty, pretty amazing. Year to date, significantly down on the year. You know, at, at one point it was over $50 a share. Today, barely above 25 Significant drop off in the price in this bank. But what, why that's the case is kind of interesting as well. Again, the bank in this report here, actually, first we'll start. Um, our results for the quarter just ended were significantly impacted by two unusual items. First of all, they say they changed their name to uh, Bank OZK and changed their ticker symbol to OZK. As if that could significantly lead to, I guess, this price decline. Maybe? Let's see, where did it happen? Right around July 16th was when it happened, and they have a, had a downward trend since then. But it doesn't explain this huge drop just recently. We have to look a little bit deeper into here. Part of it was simply that their, um, let's see here, they, they have some expenses due to this name, name change. Uh, 0.6 million in the second quarter, 10.8 million in the third quarter. Whole scheme of things, not a huge, I don't think. And then a couple more million in the future. Uh, but the other piece, what was not only that their earnings were down, but what I find interesting is that second, uh, during the quarters ended, we encouraged charge-offs on two credits in our real estate specialist group portfolio. These two unrelated projects are in South Carolina and North Carolina and have been in our portfolio since 2007 and 2008, respectively. Both credits were performing or previously classified as substandard, but continue to be performing credits until the third quarter of 2018. So... Is this a trend that we will continue to see in the future? I think so. I think so. And what I mean by that is we're going to continue to see the loans that were given out when they shouldn't have been given out to, to individuals or to corporations that they shouldn't have been lended to, or at least at the interest rate or the size of the loan itself. And that much like leading up to the 2008 financial crisis, we're going to begin to see cracks show in the financial system. We're going to see those types of loans suddenly not perform. Now, I don't think that this is as big of a problem as it was leading up to the financial crisis here in the United States, at least, as it was you know, back in 2007, 2006. 
But I think that that what we're seeing in here with the Bank of Ozarks is going to see a, it's going to be a trend that we're going to see with some other smaller banks in the future. And as a whole, I think you can expect to see other banks have those types of charge off events where else these loans just no longer uh, perform. Now, you can see it even here in this uh, chart right here. As of late, banks have not been doing well. This is a bank index chart on NASDAQ. I, I didn't look exactly all of the banks that are contained in this index, but as you can see, year-to-date chart pretty sideways for the most part until very recently it's been trending down. And, you know, I think that we're soon going to learn, and maybe we already know this, but I think many other people will learn that in our financial system, since 2008, some of the very same mistakes that led to the financial crisis have been made again. In a variety of markets, not just the housing market, we're not just going to see this as a foreclosure type crisis, but there are debt bubbles out there. And what is it that ultimately pops debt bubbles? It's rising rates. For the most part, it's rising rates in the past that have popped debt bubbles. People for, for years now have talked about things like our economy is drowning in debt. The U.S. government has taken on a massive amount of debt, on and on and on, talking about how eventually this is all going to fall apart. And they're right. It's just that the timing on it generally coincides with a rise in rates. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing the Fed funds rate increase. We're also seeing the U.S. 10-year yield increase. We're seeing the U.S. LIBOR, or sorry, not the U.S., but just a LIBOR uh, rate increase. Rising rates are what makes debt matter. And so I think this is going to be a trend that we're going to continue to see, not just in commercial real estate, residential real estate, but also in other types of loans as well. Think about the auto market. You know, the auto market finally... 2018 is beginning to tighten I think and and I don't have any data in front of me to show that and and maybe maybe I'm totally wrong but but I think it's finally beginning to tighten in terms of its lending standards you know if you guys listen to the radio or even on TV or, or, or ads on the internet I'm sure you guys have you know, over the last five years probably seen many many ads on uh, from different dealerships probably local dealerships talking about just these insane um, lending standards that they have, right? There's there's one in my local area that, that has a, um, what is it? Uh, I'm trying to think of their slogan. It's like, never more than a dime down, meaning that they, you never have to put more than a dime down in, in terms of down payment, right? Um, other ones are talking about how they want to approve every single individual that steps in the door in terms of their credit, one way or another. Now, the problem with that is twofold. A, you're going to get people that are not credit worthy, that are being approved for credit to buy a you know, $10,000 car, $20,000 car, whatever they're approved for. First of all, the terms of those loans are not going to be favorable to that individual interest rate will be very high. The length on it will probably be pretty long, a five-year, six-year loan, car loan for, um, you know, a, a Kia that's going to be worth like a quarter of what it's worth right now at the end of those six years, or I don't know exactly what the depreciation will be, but you get what I'm saying here. So it, not only is it going to be unfavorable to them and, and those high rates and that long term is going to make a default a non-performing loan event more likely, but also the fact that they're not credit worthy in the first place should lead you to believe that maybe they shouldn't begin it on any terms because they're more likely to default. I mean, when a 
bank when a lending agency says, we want to approve everybody that walks through the door. That is a recipe for disaster. And again, in a low interest rate environment, it works. Once rates start to rise, eh, not so much. So I think, you know, in the, in the auto market, the, the problem is going to be twofold. First of all, as conditions continue to tighten, as rates continue to rise. And, and by the way, this absolutely often is the case for housing markets, for, for things like credit card debt and other types of lending that occurs. But I'm just using auto market as an example. The, the effect is going to be twofold. First of all, as conditions tighten, you're going to have less and less demand for cars because less and less people will be approved for credit, okay? So what does that mean? That means fewer sales for auto companies. Auto companies that have probably been producing more than enough cars, not planning on a downturn anytime soon, okay? You add into that things like a, a glut of, of leases coming onto the market as of late, um, and, and you have the potential for a major downturn in the auto market. Okay. The other piece of it is that those individuals that already have received those loans, well, financial conditions might tighten on them, even if the individual auto loan is not a variable, if it's fixed, it's, it's not going to raise along with, it's not going to rise with other interest rates. But that doesn't mean that their overall financial condition can't worsen. I mean, A, they, they probably have other variable interest rate debt, maybe, maybe not. But even if they don't, rising interest rates will cause the economy to decline. It's, it's going to slow down the economy eventually, probably pretty violently. And that's going to mean that there's going to be a lot of individuals that are going to be out of work. They're going to be working less. They're going to have higher debt payments, whatever it is. Their ability to pay that car payment is going to decline. They're going to have a harder time doing it. And so then you have a large amount of auto loans that are all of a sudden non-performing. And this is a similar story in the housing market, right? A, you're going to have, uh, as I just said, you're going to have people that are going to have to foreclose on their homes because of rising rates. The other piece of it is also that in the housing market, it's a little bit different. Uh, prices are going to go down. It's not just that that auto, I mean, they're like a housing company, like that, that, that builds houses in a factory. And whatnot. Like, sure, those exist, but it's the housing market, auto market, very different in that sense that, that houses are are. are not delivered to dealerships and, and, and then sold, generally speaking, unless we're talking, again, manufactured homes or RVs or something like that. But but instead of you know these, these massive auto companies getting hurt, overall, you're going to see the price of houses go down. And again, that's, that's problematic. A, um, you're going to have a lot of people that recently bought houses. All of a sudden, they'll be underwater in their, their, um, their overall equity, meaning that if they bought it at 40000 all of a sudden, their house is valued at 30000 and they've been paying the mortgage on it for like a whole six months or a year or something like that. Well, yeah, they're they're underwater. Okay. Um, the 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 other piece of it is that again those uh, the the banks that are going to be impacted by those foreclosures. Same thing goes with, with non-performing auto loans. The banks are going to be ultimately who are impacted by that. I mean, we, we can relate this to, to the international economics as well if we can continue on this line of thought. Take Turkey, for example. They're having trouble paying a lot of their corporate debt as their currency has or was for a while there in free fall. Significantly weakened versus the euro versus the dollar, meaning that they owe all of these banks or, or lenders in the EU or the United States or a lender, at least they, they owe them in U.S. dollar terms. They owe them in euro terms, okay? But they're getting their revenue in Lira, and they have to convert the lira to the euro to the dollar. All of a sudden, the conversion rate is much higher than it used to be, 
and they're having a hard time paying those loans. Who is it that ultimately suffers? Well, just like with the American consumer, sure, the person that foreclosed on their home cannot pay, make the loan payment. They're, they're homeless now. They have to find somewhere else to live. They, they give their car repossessed, okay? Well, just like with, with Turkey, I mean, their, their economy is going to suffer, but who else is going to suffer? It's the, the banks, the financial institution that lended to that Turkish corporation, that lended to that non-credit worthy uh, car buyer, okay? So you see the problem here. This is how the financial crisis in 2007, 2008 began. You had this subprime mortgage crisis, meaning that subprime is a, a credit rating that is really poor, really poor credit. And yet they were being given, uh, uh, they were allowed to buy houses that were well outside of their price range, well outside of their um, income levels. And that combined with the fact that uh, all of a sudden housing prices went down, a lot of people were underwater, the whole housing market fell apart, but so did the financial system. It almost completely fell apart because of the subprime mortgage crisis and that spread into other markets. And that's what I think Peter Schiff is talking about when he's talking about how the canary in the coal mine might have just died and the miners aren't even noticing it. Is OZK, OZK Bank the beginning of this? I, I think we're going to see this story continue with other banks. It, it, it could be the auto loan sector. It can be um, a couple other ones that come to mind. would be the housing market, but also the corporate debt sector. Um, think of banks like uh, 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 um, SoftBank or some other banks that, that lend to corporations that are potentially risky. Think of like something like Tesla. Like who is it that Tesla owes money to? Bondholders. Um, but you know, if Tesla were to, to uh, uh, be lending money for, like, through a bank or something, that bank would absolutely be at risk because of the risk inherent with Tesla as a company. And so, yeah, I absolutely think that these, the, the cracks are showing in the foundation of our financial system. And that as interest rates continue to rise, those cracks are only going to grow wider and wider. And you're going to see more and more banks end up like OZK. Who knows? Maybe OZK Bank will rebound. It'll be up to 30, 35 by, by the end of the week. I don't know. Or, or next week, I should say. But those non-performing loans, those subprime auto market, subprime housing market, they're going to come back. You can't keep interest rates as low as you did for as long as, long as you did. And by you, I'm, I'm talking about Federal Reserve without creating a bubble in those debt markets. doesn't matter if you try and regulate it. Those, I think those bubbles are there. They exist. Maybe they're not as big as last time. Maybe they're bigger. We have a lot of other problems to deal with as well that are going to be exacerbated by that bubble popping. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see where this heads as the Fed continues on this interest rate, uh, interest rate tightening policy. Same thing goes with quantitative tightening as well as a potential bear market in U.S. Treasury bonds. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. If you enjoyed this video, if you enjoy my content, I would absolutely love if you could support me in any way you can. First of all, you already did the best thing, the most important thing you could do, and that was watch this video. But in addition to that, you can like this video, you can comment, you can subscribe if you haven't already. And finally, there's also a link below in the description to my Patreon page. If you want to support me on a monthly basis for as little as like a dollar a month, like a what like a gas station coffee or something like that um and, and you get some great perks for that um and also you are you're helping out a great channel that i hopefully hopefully is, is sending out a message and information that is providing value to you as well as so many others so as always thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and god bless